We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for February 1st, 2015. And uh, today we're going to be looking at um, just kind of a general current event study. Uh, we're going to be looking at the Super Bowl to start with. I kind of did a study last year regarding a lot of the wickedness going on at the Super Bowl. And from an occult perspective, from a big brother perspective, how it actually ties in with events like this, how this actually ties in with the ushering in of the Antichrist, the New World Order, the One World Government, these types of subjects. So the first report is entitled, Feds to Unleash Hyper Orwellian Police State at Super Bowl. Um, <clears throat> keeping with tradition, the Ministry of Homeland Security has decreed it. Once again, we'll be implementing stringent, hypervigilant anti-terrorist security measures during this year's Super Bowl. Since 9-11, the yearly event has devolved into a free-for-all for the DHS and its sub-branch agencies, many of which will be on hand to coordinate largely theatrical operations, which serve more to acclimate the public to an Orwellian police state than provide any actual security. The Transportation Security Agent, or TSA, will be on high alert, close closely scrutinizing travelers passing through the Phoenix Sky Harbor, searching for prohibited items like air horns, barbecue sauce, and flasks of all shapes and sizes, while blithely ignoring concerns brought to light by a security consultant who proved in 2013 that an array of makeshift weapons could be constructed using gift shop items found beyond the TSA checkpoints. The TSA will deploy nearly 90 additional TSA officers and supervisors, as well as four passenger screening canine teams. A DHS press release states that Viper teams, which are it stands for Visible Intermodal Prevention and Response, will also be monitoring other mass transit hubs around the city. I mean, this is this is what they really want to turn the whole world into. This type of Big Brother, look over your shoulder. Um, environment, and you're paying for this. If if you went and you know we're going to talk about this year's tickets. I mean the, the the highest cost tickets they've ever had by far, and people are paying to be treated like slaves. It's just to me it's incomprehensible. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agencies have the important task of protecting the, quote, NFL's intellectual property, ostensibly to ensure fans are getting official Super Bowl-related memorabilia. Secret Service, an agency which works uh, to protect national and visiting foreign leaders, will also get in on the act by scoping out your Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and other social media. So you're going to have them, if you have a ticket to this game, and I'm sure they have facial recognition and, and a lot of other things that we're not even going to be mentioning here that they don't want you to know about, but they're going to literally be doing, you know, searches on these people's Facebooks, Twitter. I mean, everything about their lives is going to be scrutinized. The U.S. Secret Service will support open source social media monitoring for situational awareness and has been assisting with cybersecurity vulnerability assessments and mitigation. The press release states, FEMA prepared staffers and even first responders by using role players to carry out simulated mass ca casualty events in which injured role players were triaged, transported, and treated in the midst of a chaotic situation that was still unfolding. 
as I do this study, I kind of got started late today. Um, it's uh, fourth quarter in the Super Bowl, so at this point, nothing's happened. I'm sure if this goes up online, then then uh, nothing ended up happening. But we are going to look at other occultic aspects of the Super Bowl a little bit later as well, where this mass casualty thing could come into play. The North American Aerospace Command, or NORAD, outside of the purview of the DHS, has also announced it will be patrolling Phoenix Airways ahead of and during the Super Bowl. Unlike 9-11 when it was ordered to stand down. But the scores of federal employees apparently aren't enough. DHS following... The 1984 playbook is again, 1984 meaning George Orwell's 1984, is again enlisting citizen snitches to be wary of their fellow football lovers. Predictably, the bloated agency has resurrected its tired, quote, see something, say something campaign, encouraging game patrons to look upon each other with fear, distrust, and suspicion. Today, DHS relaunches the if you see something, say something campaign. Department of Homeland Security begins with hometown security. That was Janet Napolitano said that. Um, Let's go further here. Residents and football fans visiting Phoenix over the weekend will be inundated with see something, say something messages at hotels, on buses, billboards, magazines, and other visitor guides. And for the first time ever, individuals in Arizona are who are using their smartphones to play games using the game day or NFL experience mobile applications may see campaign messaging throughout the Super Bowl weekend of the see something, say something. Given how some of our Homeland Security challenges are evolving, we think that public participation in our efforts is all the more important. Homeland Security Jay Johnson said at a press conference Wednesday, of course, the effort to mold the public into governmental stool pigeons harkens back to the Nazi Germany era where the Gestapo Secret police kept tabs on the entire population with the help of, quote, ordinary citizens. One common misconception about Nazi Germany was that the police state was solely a creation of the authorities uh, and that citizens were merely victims. On the contrary, Gestapo files show that 80% of all Gestapo investigations were started in response to information provided by denunciations of fellow citizens by ordinary Germans. Meaning a whole bunch of snitches and backstabbers were turning their fellow man in. This is where they got most of their leads. And by doing so, those those um, snitches were thinking, oh, they're not going to look at me because I've been a good Nazi, literally in this case, and I have turned this... this um, whatever in, this bad person in, who wasn't pro-Hitler enough, and now I'll be safe. It's always about saving your own hide in these, or maybe maybe a reward in certain cases as well. I'm sure greed entered into it, and, and you know, that whole uh, concept of being a good little Nazi. Well, this is the exact type of mindset they're trying to get Americans in as well. So if we go further, it wasn't the relatively few secret police who were doing this wide-scale surveillance and hiding on every street corner. It was ordinary German people who were informing on their neighbors. This was written by Robert Gelatelli of Florida State University. As more recreational activities are transformed in national special security events, Benjamin Franklin's famous quote takes on a greater meaning where he said, They that can give up essential liberty to obtain a little safety 
deserve neither liberty nor safety. And that's very true. Not to say that I'm endorsing Ben Franklin because I could do a whole study uh, exposing that dude. Anyway, P.S. I have a little P.S. here. As of midday Saturday, the NFL Ticket Exchange, the league's official ticket resale hub, uh, resale website, didn't have any tickets for sale. Less than nine thousand dollars per ticket. <laughs> nine, only nine thousand. You could buy like two used cars for that. I mean, are you kidding me? Nine thousand per ticket. The cheapest ticket on StubHub was nearly the same. The two biggest biggest ticket resale sites, StubHub and NFL Ticket Exchange, said the average price, now this is just the average of all the tickets sold from when they started selling to now, the average price of a sold ticket for this year's game was $4,600 and $4,131 respectively, meaning between StubHub and NFL Ticket Exchange. So you're looking at, you know, an average ticket sale of, of a little bit over $4,300 per ticket to go get treated like an absolute slave. And as you'll see, I have no idea what kind of demonic baggage you actually may be picking up at this game as well. Uh, that's all part of the plan as well. And that's what we're going to get into next where this is entitled Katy Perry 2015 Super Bowl Illuminati Halftime Ritual PR Show Exposed. Over the years, the Illuminati have used Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, to perform massive satanic rituals in front of millions of unsuspecting people. In this video, we will see how this year's halftime show featuring Katy Perry will be no different. In fact, it may be the biggest one yet uh, when we look at the evidence. Now, there's other related reports here that you can click on that I gave you the links to. One of them is uh, Katy Perry Illuminati Goddess of the 2015 Halftime Show and then Madonna Super Bowl Halftime Show, a celebration of the Grand Priestess of the mu music industry. That, these are from previous uh, reports. I've pretty much reported on all of this in times past as well. Uh, the Super Bowl 2013 recap, Illum Illuminati agenda continues. Um, Beyonce, the Super Bowl... In Satan, Bruno Mars, Red Hot Chili Peppers in the Super Bowl. I, I did a full report on that as well. And so anyway, th those are some other links you can assess. I'm going to go ahead and roll this video now, though. This is from Vigilant Christian on YouTube. About 15 minutes. Vigilant Christian Mario, and you're here for another edition of Illuminati Media Exposed. In today's video, I want to show you some clear evidence that shows that tomorrow at the Super Bowl halftime show, Katy Perry is going to be performing an Illuminati satanic ritual. Now, even the mainstream media has even caught on to the conspiracy theories. LA Times, uh, their article, NFL's latest conspiracy, it's Katy Perry. So there's a lot of talk surrounding it, and I've done my investigation, and it is absolutely clear that they are going to perform an occult ritual. So I just wanted to make a pre-show exposed video here quickly today so that you can all see what is going to take place and know what to look for before the event takes place. So let's get right into it. Now the first thing that we need to realize is there is a Luciferian cult that runs the entertainment industry. They are in fact devil worshippers and they perform a ritual, uh, a form of 
magic, essentially. Black magic. A ritual is a religious ceremony consisting of a series of actions performed according to a prescribed order. In the Luciferian cult of the Illuminati, it is very important that they learn to properly do rituals. What we see them doing with these performances is in fact staging massive occult rituals in front of the public and the public doesn't have a clue. Now what I'm going to do here is play a short little clip from Zena LeVay who is the daughter of the creator of the Church of Satan, Anton LeVay, and what you're going to hear here is the, uh, the fact that Satanists admit that they use music and events like this as propaganda and that Unsuspecting people are engaging in the ritual just by watching it. So check this out. Well, the music that and I'm beginning to work with Nicholas on his music, we make music for a purpose. It's not just background music. It's not just, you know, fluffy, light stuff. It's not, it's this for, is not elevator satanic music. It's no. ritualistic music. It is music it is that by, by even the active listener. Okay, so these are Satanists, and I mean, they really look the part, too. I mean, they, it's, it's funny how these Satanists, particularly of the whole Anton LaVey sect, Anton LaVey was the guy that chartered, started the Church, Church of Satan um, in uh, San Francisco in 1966, Beltane, May 1st, High Satanic Holiday. Um, had the little black house that you might have seen in the uh, you know streets of San Francisco, where he had his little church, and this is Zena Levey and um, being interviewed, and I, I think maybe it's his son too. And I mean, you know, the, I don't know if it's part of the act or whether they're just so demon possessed of the toenails. It's probably a little bit of both, but you know, they just, they go out of their way to just really look extra extra creepy. And here they're they're actually telling you what this music actually represents to them. To it. You are participating in a satanic ritual. By listening to so if I put this on and listen to it, I'm participating. But I'm just, you're a listener. Yeah. I'm asking you, how does it make you feel? I it's mean, very... So I'll stop it right there. I'll actually leave the link to this full interview in the description section for you to check out. And what I wanted to... I provide the link there. It's, it's the first Family of Satan link you'll see there on the PDF for... Uh, February 1st, 2015. Point out right there is the fact that the Satanists claim that if an individual is just listening to the music, the very act of listening to the music is the individual unconsciously engaging in the Satanic ritual. They are start trying to uh, awaken dormant forces within the individuals, the beast within the person, the beast consciousness, the lower levels of carnality within the human. Um, so there you go. When people tomorrow are going to be tuning in to the Super Bowl halftime show, whether or not they know it, they are going to be engaging in a satanic ritual. And we have Madonna who gave us an even deeper indication as to what type of event this is. Listen to how she talked about her occult satanic ritual at the halftime show. First of all, it's the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl is kind of like the Holy of Holies in America, right? <laughs> so, like, here I am. I'm going to come into, the, like, the... So this witch has the has the audacity to say the Super Bowl is like the Holy of Holies in America. This Luciferian Kabbalist witch. Ha halfway between, like, the, the, the church, the church experience, and I'm going to have to deliver a sermon. It's going to be have to be very impactful. 
So the Super Bowl is the Holy of Holies. She's going to have to enter the church and perform and give a sermon. She is literally telling you exactly what she's doing. She's a high priestess, a Satanist, a Luciferian who knows that she's performing a massive occult ritual. In the description section, you can find an expose that uh, exposes the fact that she came out and all she was doing is flashing Illuminati symbolism. She uh, all this Egyptian symbolism, the Illuminati eye, literally was just blazing, flashing uh, to the entire crowd. And, uh, yeah. So there you go. She's perf- She knows what she's doing. She knows this is a religious ceremony. It's a religious ritual done by Satanists at the highest level in order to continue putting the world under mind control to bring about the Antichrist kingdom. And and also the, the witchcraft that they're literally conjuring, the spells that they're literally casting as this is going on. Are, are impacting not only the people in the stadium, but the people watching at home. And not only that, even people that aren't watching. Because think about it. If you have a whole bunch of sorcery going on in a nation, and you're just minding your own business, okay, and you're not even watching the Super Bowl, do you think that the sorcery might affect you as well, though? The devils and demons that are, that are literally roaming and, and the curse that may be falling upon the land, it, it's affecting everyone. Uh, so definitely check those uh, links out in the description section with the interview and Madonna. But I just wanted to point all that out very quickly here to show you, first of all, that they are performing a ritual, that people don't even need to know they are participating in the ritual in order for them to be spiritually affected by it. Uh, Madonna admitting that she is in a preacher and she's got a sermon to give at this holy holy of holy event nonsense craziness okay so what we're going to do now is look at the evidence for this year's super bowl now the first thing that we need to recognize is when these people being that they're luciferians uh they're pagans what they will do is they need to do things ritualistically and for a ritual to be successful, it is very important that the date of the event uh, is in alignment with certain moon phases and things like this. Uh, there's, it's very complicated in the world of the occult, in the deep world of the esoteric, uh, but this is a sign. So, with this year's Super Bowl, does it fall on any particular day? Oh, well, look at that. It falls perfectly on a pagan holiday. What a coincidence. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but in bold... Anyways, uh, so the February 1st and 2nd is a pagan holiday. Uh, it's a pagan sa- Sabbath to celebrate the coming of spring. The goddess is reborn as a young maiden after sacrificing herself on Yule to give birth to the god of light and the waxing sun. Anyways, it's really not all that important, but it's ultimately a pagan holiday about the rebirthing of a goddess. There are rituals that are done uh, on this day cleansing rituals uh it's a to celebrate spring so it's a purification birthing uh ritual which is in celebration of a goddess now what is going to occur is that um being that this is the ritual that they're going to be performing Katy perry will be possessed by the spirit that is what they're setting up they allow the entity to take hold of the individual who performs the ritual so that it's more powerful because it is spiritual in nature and they have this all set up all the way to their calendar and their dates so not a coincidence that it falls on a pagan holiday another thing is location so time is important when you're performing a ritual so is location you need to have the 
the right time and space. Uh, in Christianity, we don't need to do all these crazy rituals. There's a simplicity in Christ. It's awesome. Uh, but these occultists, they got to do all these weird, crazy things. So notice here, the location is actually on the 33rd parallel. Uh, the University of Phoenix Stadium, where this year's Super Bowl will be performed, is in corre uh, correlation to the Illuminati sacred number 33. Okay, now before we go any further on that, I'm just looking up the um, on the satanic calendar. Um, I've got it in a Word document. Um, February 2nd, now this is February 1st, but February 2nd now is also known as Candlemas, which is another satanic holiday um animal or human sacrifice is the blood animal or human uh sacrifice with blood being involved is the type of preferred sacrifice and also it's also called satanic revels which huh, that one is also basically falling on february 2nd and that's a sexual type of defilement uh, preferably of a female of 7 to 17 years age. So, I mean, this is some really sick stuff. And this is this is just what, um, how occultists practice their religion. Okay, so then my other, I have another um, calendar. And this one, it's saying February 1st and 2nd. Uh, Imbolg would be considered February 1st, um, Groundhog's Day. And um, then Candlemas. Uh, February 2nd. So also one of the Illuminati's human sacrifice nights. So we have another confirmation there of that. So um, let me see if I can get any more information on this. Okay, Candlemass and Imbolc, popularly called Groundhog's Day, the popular Puxatawney filled groundhog, comes out of his burrow to divine the next few weeks of weather. If he sees a shadow, we will have six more weeks of bad weather until spring finally arrives. If he does not see a shadow, the next seven weeks before spring will be good weather. Remember, this is the rebirth of the of the goddess regarding you know spring. Okay, it's um, notice the pagan tradition. Oh, this pagan tradition features both the number six and seven, which added when added equals thirteen. The number of rebellion. Um, what most people do not realize is that the pagan view of Groundhog's Day represents the Earth Mother. Consider these uncanny parallels between Groundhog and Earth Mother. As the Earth Goddess sleeps inside the Earth during the winter season, so does the Groundhog. Both the Earth Goddess and the Groundhog bridge the two time periods, winter and spring. Both the Goddess and the Groundhog are Earth creatures. Both the Goddess and the Groundhog awaken in springtime. Both the Earth Goddess and the Groundhog complete the cycle of reincarnation. Annually, both the Earth Goddess and the Groundhog represent the cycle of rebirth and renewal. Uh, the name Groundhog was substituted for a satanic name of the holiday Imbolg, a night requiring human sacrifice. So I, I'm pretty sure I covered this. If you if you can, Groundhog's Day, or just Groundhog in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Any, any subject you're wondering about, key that in, and you'll see teachings come up. What you do then is click on the teachings and you'll see where the word you search for occurs. And typically, hopefully it occurs in the table of contents for my teaching because that means I actually covered it. Sometimes it occurs in the comment section where it may not even be something I covered. So it's just in the comment section then that's why it picked up on my search search engine. So just kind of bear that in mind if you're, if you're searching that. So anyway, I want to give you just a little more information um, on this time period we're looking at.
this article is in the description section below, but I'll just read a little excerpt. Katie is performing at a, a location that was picked out precisely for its uh, numeric significance. And the numeric significance is like I'm saying, that's how we know that there, uh, there's the Illuminati behind it, because it's very important that they do things according to numbers, etc. Uh, the University of Phoenix Stadium is situated at the 33rd degree of latitude, a line that crosses the planet through the Phoenician, Phoenix, Phoenicia, city of Tyre, a city with an entrance adorned by the two pillars of Boas and Jacob. So the the University of Phoenix Stadium, which is where they're playing the, the game, is on the 33rd degree parallel latitude. Um, so he's saying this this line also crosses the Phoenician and uh, Phoenician city of Tyre and um, in Baghdad also in Iraq near where the Tower of Babel was believed to exist and also that Jesus Christ was crucified on the 33rd degree parallel. So in other words, the 33rd degree parallel, if you look at also a map, Hiroshima and Nagasaki are basically on just, I mean, they're like, very, very, very close to being on the 33rd degree parallel. They're they're right on like the the edge of it, and um, if you look at them on a map, and one's a little bit north and one's a little bit south, and that that's where uh, you know two sites where they would have viewed as huge Illuminati sacrifices occurred because of the nuclear bomb um, regarding the end of World War II. So, uh, if they were to pick the stadium as a place for a gigantic blood sacrifice. It being on the 33rd degree parallel would be no accident, is the point that they're trying to make. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm, I'm actually just checking back and just seeing how far the game has progressed here. And we're well into the fourth quarter here. And uh, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not watching it or anything. It's just that it's, um, I'm just checking how far the, uh, the time is. And, uh, I guess so far nothing's happened or whatever. <laughs> Thank God I don't want anything to happen, but this is, uh, this would be something where if they had planned something like this, the 33rd degree parallel are typical sites where they really like to have large mass scale human sacrifices happening from an occult standpoint. And Baghdad, Iraq, near where the Tower of Babel was believed to exist. These cities are rich with occult history for various reasons, but one common thread is that they were both inhabited by pagan cultures who worshipped uh, children to Moloch, which is to sacrifice our children to Moloch. Uh, so very who sacrificed their children to Moloch? That, that was a typo there. Um, so again, that, that's more proof of the large scale, in this case, child sacrifice on the thirty-third degree parallel. Interesting this year. So we have an actual location; it lines up perfectly. We have the date. He's showing latitude and longitude, and, and it is on. The 33rd degree parallel. Eight that lines up with a pagan holiday. Uh, when she was introduced by the NFL on ESPC, ESPCN or whatever. ESPN. Sports. And uh, this is what, how she came out. If you notice, she has uh, the same thing that uh, they did to Miley Cyrus with the hair uh, right before Miley Cyrus performed her ritual. This was a Illuminati ritual. Do not be fooled. Notice the eye symbolism here. Uh, she came out. It was very disturbing, and uh, it was a ritual. But these are kind of like to symbolize little devil horns, little promiscuous demon Jezebel 
spirited women. So uh, very interesting that she had that as well. Just the fact that they chose uh, Katy Perry to be this year's uh, performer is indication enough. Uh, for those of you who follow this channel regularly, I'm, I don't need to, to, to even discuss it. Katy Perry is an obvious individual who has sold her soul. She admit to it in an interview with Katy Perry, and it's on my channel. You, you can check it out. Uh, she admits to wanting to grow up to be a gospel singer, and somewhere along the way, she sold her soul to the devil. That's literally word for word what she admit. So unfortunately, since Katy Perry has taken that route in her life and has chosen to go down the path of darkness instead of, uh, of light, uh, she is now actively being used by the Luciferian elite in the entertainment industry in order to perform these rituals that they need to have performed to bring about their New World Order Antichrist system because it is a spiritual one. And these rituals are spiritual in nature, bringing about the spiritual glue that fits for the New World Order system. So, in other words, too, it's going to require a massive amount of witchcraft in order to usher in the dawning of the New World Order, the Antichrist and the False Prophet, in order to actually uh, bring that to pass, uh, massive amounts of human and animal sacrifices behind the scenes, uh, wars, you know, you just all of these things, devils and demons feed off this type of energy. And this is, this is a big reason why they want as many people as possible to view these ceremonies and to actually... In, in some ways participate in them and to be caught up under these spells so this is how witchcraft works and as I've said before I've done many teachings on witchcraft just key in witchcraft in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com that witchcraft will be the quintessential essence it will be the backbone of the coming one world religion the antichrist and false prophet are going to deceive the whole world through signs, lying wonders and miracles the Bible's very clear in that. Well, what is the source of that? Well, it's witchcraft. It's the highest level witchcraft the world will have ever seen. Sorcery. And all of this all of these things the Bible condemns. And so this is something that, that actually um, confirms clearly what the Bible predicts. So here you see Katy Perry was performing, I believe this was the Grammys, uh, occult rituals. So this is not the first time that she's going to be used by them to do this. This ritual was mind-blowing. She literally comes out, uh, there's fire, she's dancing like a stripper on a broom, a witch's broom, there's demons. Uh, it started off by a moon, and the reason that they show a moon is because, like I said, it all has to do with the calendar and the specific time, so they show you that they do their sacrifices at a full moon, and they show you that in this occult performance, which she performed in front of millions of people. Unsuspecting people who actively engaged in this ritual by unsuspectingly watching it. She is a proud witch, a proud person who has rejected her Christian upbringing. Uh, here she is with, in Salem uh, with witches and, uh, you know, if you check out her... Salem, Massachusetts during their witch week or whatever. Twitter, when she put these out, it's obvious that uh, she's no longer following God. That's for sure. 
Another thing that really shows that this year we're going to be dealing with some type of ritual is the Phoenix Stadium. Phoenix is a symbol for the New World Order. The New World Order comes out of the ashes of the old system, so it's a representation at the uh, Olympics. They also use that symbolism hardcore, and uh, they had their Illuminati pyramids and their Phoenix rising. And again, the opening ceremony was a Luciferian occult ceremony where people engaged in it and had no clue. So this year we can uh, basically... So the death of the old world order, the age of Pisces that was, they say was dominated by Jesus and then into the birth of the new world order, which will be dominated by the age of Aquarius, the ushering in the new world order where where ye shall be as gods, like the Bible, like uh, Satan tempted Eve in um, Genesis, Genesis 3. And so this is this is why they have a lot of Phoenix symbology. And in here, the Super Bowl being played on the 33rd degree parallel in Phoenix, Arizona, in a high-level Illuminati halftime show, you know, with Katy Perry. I mean, it... <laughs> It's pretty flagrantly obvious what they're doing. Anticipate that she is going to be used to perform that ritual. For those of you who don't know, this stuff has been going on for a while. Uh, check out the links. i got a ton of them in the description section. Beyonce performed one. Uh, awesome expose in the description section, uh, section by Good Fight Ministries. Check it out. Also by Good Fight Ministries, an expose on Bruno Mars's Illuminati um, uh, performance. Also, if you don't remember, it really all started off with this supposed um, malfunction, wardrobe malfunction, where uh, her breast was uh, exposed by Justin Timberlake, and it was a supposed error, but her nipple just happened to have a sun god symbol on it, another occultic Egyptian Freemason symbol. Uh, So there's been a trend going on, and we can just anticipate that once again this year we're going to be seeing it. Now, just in closing, I want to point out we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So, you know, are they going to stage a false flag attack at the Super Bowl this year? Who knows? Uh, but what they are going to do, without a shadow of a doubt, and it's being done, and I just identified that, is they are going to drop an atomic spiritual weapon. What we need to start realizing is what the Bible tells us, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. This is a spiritual battle. Tomorrow, it is a spiritual ritual. So call it a spiritual atomic bomb from the dark forces that will be unleashed tomorrow. But God is identifying it here today in the video uh, that you're listening to so that we can go to war against it. Those of us who are in Christ Jesus and fight this spiritual battle have the authority through the Holy Spirit against all the powers of hell and demons. So what I'd like to do now is just offer a prayer and brothers and sisters in Christ, join me in this. We need to fight. This is a battle. This is why they perform these little Bohemian Grove rituals. They understand the spiritual reality and dimension, and they are engaging in active warfare in that realm. So let us engage, because we're stronger. We be- we beat them by the power of the cross already, and Christ, who gave us that salvation. Um, so let's go ahead and drop a bomb on them and uh, pray against this satanic ritual that's going to take place. The biggest satanic ritual of the year taking place tomorrow. Let's pray against it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before you with the person listening to this audio, Lord, and we come to you in one accord. Lord, you are actively starting to expose how the enemy 
uh, has a grip in our world. He performs rituals in front of people and has them engage in that ritual by the very fact that they're not aware. They are destroyed by their lack of knowledge. So, Father, bring awareness to the people who are going to be unconsciously engaging in this satanic ritual tomorrow. All the principalities and powers that are trying to be unleashed by this event on this pagan holiday, Lord, I just pray against that in Jesus' name. And may many people see the truth and what is about to occur tomorrow so that they can come to know you. We pray all this in the name of the most precious and holy Son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for taking the time. Stay tuned for the follow-up video where I'm going to be actually exposing the halftime show coming up immediately after. I got my eye on it, and I'll be exposing that evil as soon as it comes out. Um, And so I I would have got this up sooner, but this just came out, I believe, yesterday. At least that's where I saw it. And so um, uh, I was actually travailing in prayer quite a bit yesterday regarding this, specifically regarding this halftime show especially. The more I, I looked into this, the more I realized this is one big gigantic witchcraft ceremony. And they... Satan really puts a lot of uh, emphasis and work and money and time into these events. So if it's that near and dear to Satan, something pretty bad must be occurring, is how I look at it. And so um, that's the Vigilant Christian up on, um, you can find him on YouTube, and you'll you'll be able to see his uh, other video exposing the, uh, the halftime show there. Okay, I'm not going to have enough time to get through this next part. So I'm going to end part one here, and we will go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 900-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N. D-I-N-G for F-O-R truth T-R-U-T-H dot com In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 3730 North, Highway 16, Suite Number 211, Denver, North Carolina, 28037. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.